0: Keep them high and tight. Uh, Yeah, we're all dressed in our uh, Monday best because, well, Friday best because, uh, well, we got a bunch of stuff to announce. Slappy hour's back, kicking teeth's back in full swing, uh, and there's a lot of new things happening. But first, we want to get caught up with y'all. Ryan, Omar. A lot of things happened this summer. I want to get a summer recap from both of you, starting with Ryan because, you know, he is the rye dog, but he's also got his own dog in the house now. Anyway, I'm finally proud to introduce with my best friends in the fucking world, a new segment where we talk about music, and that is fucking called The Roo Canal Records Review Roundup, baby. Yeah! That's right. These are the Roo Canal hey, Records Review Roundup. Ra- <laughs> omar (laughs) yeah Yeah. hey this is root canal records that is really where we're gonna start talking about all of our music stuff anytime we do live streams with bands talk about new albums coming out uh we just really you know i don't think half of us would be friends without music i definitely would never have met ryan without music for sure uh not at
1: all
0: so really you know we decided everything music wise even like bands that we support if we have interviews with bands coming on Uh, if we're promoting certain bands, or, you know, talking about a show that we saw, or a live set, or we're filming, we're live streaming like we did with Knife Throat. That's all going to be under Root Canal Records. But this is a segment we're going to do pretty much every week. It's going to be a separate podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, which, hey, read us a review. Five stars are great. This is the Root Canal Records Review Roundup, where every week we're just going to get together and talk about some of the, you know, shit we've been listening to. So, uh, yeah, I think that where we're going to start off for this episode is uh, Omar, The Devil Wears Prada. Time.
2: It's a, it's a song. Time, time. <laughs> uh Dude, fuck, yeah. So, uh, I mean, the Deadworks Prada has been a band that I've been kind of, I've honestly, it, probably the first, like, screamo band that I listened to, or, like, screamo, whatever you want to call it, the genre. I know people fucking get gatekeepy about that, but, yeah, the, like, Deadworks Prada I've pretty much been listening to since I was, like, 13 years old, and they just keep bringing out the hits. You know, they had a moment where they lulled, but, like, this recent album and, like, my favorite song on it time is just like them them smacking they're smacking yeah, good.
1: It, it's really good they're back um the, the, I, the majority of the band isn't are not original members but it doesn't seem to matter with this new lineup they are hitting it
2: yeah I like how they like it like brought in like indie rock kind of vibes into their into the new tracks but then like yeah still, the super heavy aspect of it
1: (laughs) Well, the the one guitarist isn't even it's just like a friend of the band but is not a metal guitarist he adds like a new vibe new drummer the the
2: second guitarist because the one the guitarist jeremy's a singer as well yeah 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 he he's original that guy can play some crazy riffs while singing too his tone too
0: his lead tone is like Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah
2: a little riff that's like, Dee,
1: lee, 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 lee. it's odd, oh, dude. Uh, well, so. Oh, go ahead, right. I bought a Schecter Tempest because that's what he played.
0: Mm. <laughs> we all we all talked had like
1: guitar for a while.
0: We all had those like dream signature kits. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of yeah, so this this whole like the whole fucking EP really, I didn't know yeah. I listened to it like multiple times in a row, but I just never checked the artist on Spotify. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, "This is rad." I liked all the songs, but for some reason, I didn't realize. And I heard the scream, like the, uh I forgot what the song is, like the do and new new new, and it yeah, right before it drops, like the boom boom. You can tell because like Mike haranica, he has like a his scream is so unique because he sounds like a fucking like a crow.
2: Yeah, he's it's, a chicken man.
0: It's like a bird melody. so good. Like I don't he's, understand. He's
2: like, like Miss Fowl from Jimmy Neutron.
0: Oh, my God, oh my really, God. though?
1: Yeah, his, his highs are, like, so distinct.
0: Like, and his lows are scary.
2: And I actually, um, well, I showed you guys b- at the wedding, but I don't know where it is right now, but I, I, when I went to see them, and it was before the summer, so it was, like, April or May or something, or early May, and I got, like, a, my Karanika's like, poetry book that's, like, just, like, it's, it's like a storybook about, like, his travels and touring and shit, slash poetry, slash. And, like, dude, like, he's such a fucking good writer, too.
0: Yeah. yeah he's the main
2: lyricist yeah.
0: right yeah yeah while we're on the topic um you know just speaking about like kind of this ep and stuff like that um and talking about time ryan do you want to talk about four of war in a little bit just while like we're kind of in the same yeah vein? yeah so
1: also from the dev wars prada it's off the zombie 2 ep which is the follow-up to 2010 zombie and holy crap they're back oh, If it, if the, the the last I forget the name of the album that time is off of, but I think it's just called time, isn't it,
2: or something, or salt, something. Oh, I can't remember. What so, is so
1: yeah, yeah, one one of those. But we do our research here. at uh, An indicator that they're back. Zombie two is definitely it. It is. It hits hard. It it drives. The riffs in it are face melting. Well, not not necessarily face melting. Would like a, uh, you know, shredding. But they they're, they're just like classy, you know. They're classy. They. You can work with the drums, and ba- it, it just, it hits home, man. Okay. Like, so good. good
2: do because, like, I feel like, I feel like there's always that stage where bands kind of go through where they, like, because how long have they been playing? Like, 14 years or something like that? I think
1: they got together in, like, 2005. Yeah, so. Yeah, like,
2: 12, 13, whatever, whatever the math count is. Like, how many bands <laughs> actually do that? And, and like, because, you know, there's always, like, the typical, like, go radio rock, and then, like, right. or go... Off, and then it just ends up being shit. Which they did. Right. They definitely got more accessible in some ways, but also I feel like they were able to keep like the creativity with it as well. Yeah, totally. I, I agree with that.
0: Yeah. Uh. I, okay. Let's let's hash this out now because we you know we're we're back. This is a big episode for us, so we, we should probably you know we're I know we're gonna come back to this when we do like full album reviews because eventually. You know, when we have a bit more time and we do this root Out Records thing, we're going to do a full album, like, track by track for new stuff, like, when it releases. Like, the Red Hot Chili Peppers is coming up. Uh, Shikari's coming up. There's a bunch we could go, like, down, you know, the list when they come out. But when we're just talking about albums in general, answer, guys. Favorite Prada Double. album?
2: Favorite Prada album?
1: Oh, shit. Uh... That's what I'm
0: saying. I know this is going to change. I... For me, literally, so, so, all right. so it's without, Zombie. With,
1: favorite favorite Prada album, you can, t- you can take the EPs out of the main. Full length.
2: Well, the new EP doesn't count.
0: Ooh, but Zombie's my favorite creation because it's so weird. Yeah, Zombie's an album, really, isn't it?
1: It's five songs.
0: E- each one. E-
1: hey,
2: what, one EPs what kind of EPs, then? Because I feel like that's a lot of people's favorite, right?
1: Yeah, it's tough, though. Because Roots Above, Branches Below, that's like what? Classic. Solidified them me at least it, that was like a very pivotal time in my adolescence and it oh, just
2: yeah. Dude, i remember the first time i heard big wiggly style <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: literally <laughs> like it, it's
1: just like like from fa- from face value it's like it's not anything groundbreaking but for some reason like when when they do it it's different yeah the, and, and they, it's like it's like, it, it's like it, riff it's, after, it's, after yeah. Like, yeah. like Roots Above, Branches Below just doesn't stop. It's, like, riff after riff, which, like, maybe isn't, like, the best songwriting, but they're just great. And, like, the transitions are flawless, like...
0: Yeah, and also, how many times so did good. you watch that, uh, the video of them performing in the middle of that, like, desert in the field, and he's wearing the short shorts? Oh, dude, that was,
1: like, that was, like, one of their... Early, early shows. That was before Roots. That yeah. was, I think, uh, Plague's era.
0: Yeah, remember that shit? Oh, Plague's is sick, too. There's, like, a lot... Oh, man. And also, like, I did, like... um, I did, like, Dead Throne. It wasn't my favorite. But, like, there were cool parts. Yeah, parties. that's when I stopped it's listening.
2: The old. album was just... It just felt like they were just doing the same thing. Yeah.
0: yeah. I like Mammoth, well, and the song. there's, like, a song in the middle I like. That's about it, though. They, I don't know. When that came out, like, it was... Same thing,
1: but it just didn't feel the same. Didn't yeah. translate the same. And his Mike Ranica's lows got really bad around that time for some reason. I don't know why they he's were. He's like, watching this. He, he, yeah, like maybe he, very he very heard right, his right. voice. Yeah, he. They got like extra airy yeah, and like, I feel like. There
2: was like a period time where half the screamers just got shit at singing. <laughs> they all just yeah, do I that. don't.
1: I don't know what it is. <laughs> it was like, 2012 <laughs> to 2015. Like.
0: <laughs> Everyone's like, let's be bad exactly at the same time now.
1: That, that's that's kind of like when i started transitioning from like metalcore like dead wars prada and like yeah to hardcore more that for kind sure. of stuff to like more like beat down hardcore and then just even transition out of the genre completely yeah for sure like dad rock and stuff like that yeah Spe- yeah
0: speaking of dad rock uh omar do you want to talk about bring me the rise of the new song strangers it's not dad. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not dad rock i would consider it more like gen a rock
1: well, i haven't so even let- listened to it yet
2: Oh, uh, yeah. So, I mean, obviously, they're my favorite band of all time. Like, even it, my fucking tapestry here is a Bring Me the Horizon. Can tapestry. you pitch it
0: to Ryan if Ryan was not a um, a Bring Me the Horizon fan? I'm like, imagine Ryan's a Karen right now. I want you to sell this song to us so good.
2: It, it sounds like a 2000s emo uh, arena ballad where you're going to sing along. And it's kind of generic. With, it has some new ideas with, like, it, it's like influenced a little bit by hyperpop and shit. That's like com- like really Gen Z vibes. But here's what I'll say, like, because obviously the last album, Post Human Survival Horror, was just pretty much solid all around.
1: It was it was really good. And this was definitely
2: gonna be more controversial because this one's gonna be like the emo. It's influenced by emo, two thousand screamo, like you know mall screamo and shit like that. So that's what the influence of this next phase is. So I feel like a lot of people are gonna not like it. I personally liked Dive For You more than this song.
0: Dive For You, is it grew on me.
2: Yeah, cause that song yeah, has that dynamic, interesting, it has like a sick solo. This one is like solid, it's like one of those songs that's like a solid generic song.
1: Yeah. You know what
2: I mean? Right. Like oh, there's
1: like, nothing wrong with it, right? Yeah, like yeah. it's like an
2: objectively a catchy song and all that stuff. <laughs> But it's yeah. kind of like nothing happens throughout the song. It's just the same thing over yeah. and over. No,
0: And that's so on Die For You, even though it's like a cheesy song. Like, Lee Malia, you can't compete. It's so Yeah. I mean,
2: Die For You see, Dye, Dye is like a super poppy song, but I do feel like it has like a some uniqueness to it.
0: Yeah. And they're also a band. Yeah.
1: Oh, go ahead, Ryan. They're one of those bands, like, with the recent more poppy stuff they've been putting out. Like, I'll listen to it one time, and I'm like, eh, not sure. But then I'll go back for a couple more listens, and it's like... Are, okay, like, I see what's going on. I'm, yeah. I, I'm pretty much here for it.
0: I still despise most of Amo.
1: Yeah, I know <laughs> you. Yeah. I actually like, I like it. I like parts <laughs>
0: of it. It's, like, a cool listening album. songs. Yeah, it, it's mostly yeah, bad. I
1: wasn't too into that either.
0: But what I'll say, because we were talking about, like, Prada, too. And we're talking, like, today on fucking the review roundup, we're really kind of talking about, like, a bands that are diverse and shit like that and, like, really kind of mix it up. Bring Me the Rise and Prada are similar because they go through changes... Like throughout but they've like prolonged and made such a longevity for both their careers. Yeah. Especially like every album for the most part, is, except for like again we're talking about like Death Throne and like a couple of Bring Me the Rising albums send similar to each other. They still find a way to like outlast by doing new shit and that's like the best fucking shit. Which but yeah, oh, what
1: what I really what I really respect about Bring Me is like just the the chances that, that they take. They, they they genre bend so much from album yeah. to album. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, maybe it doesn't album. hit. Yeah, no, no, not at all. Like especially like going back, twelve years to when they were like, well, to like now. It's amazing that they're the same band, but yeah. Oh my! If you see them live, and they still they still can. Oh, it dude,
2: really and the like when you hear the like strangers, when I hear it live, it's so. I'm gonna serious. go hard for it. It's gonna slap because it's it's de- it's designed. Like I know they designed it for because they're about to play Reading and Leeds, and they're like the main. They just got their first like main headliner tour, I think. Yeah. No, uh, head, sorry, headliner festival, and uh, it's they've clearly designed that song to be like the crowd singing along together because the chorus is like we're just a room full of strangers uh, yeah. you know it's like <laughs> much like a, like a 2000s like pop punk emo ballad type sing along
0: yeah uh uh-huh. go ahead ryan <laughs>
1: ollie's like uh, yeah this will get them to sing I yeah got okay. it.
2: totally like the lyrics this will get yeah.
1: them fuckers to sing
2: yeah yeah
0: <laughs> But otherwise, you know, again, like, even though we're talking about this scheme that this man knows how to just, like, get people with catchy marketing hooks, um, yeah, we're talking about bands that adapt, and, uh, you know, we're talking about genre bending. We're gonna finish the Rue Canal Records review roundup this week with a band that genre bends, I don't know, more than any other, like, probably in the scene, and that's fucking Shakari. but before we get into, it's not just Shakari we're talking about this week, we're also talking about a band called Fucking Wargasm. You need to go check them out now. They fucking rip. They are like a 2000s, like, what,
2: really new... new Hardcore. Hard hard
0: <laughs> like, new metal, exactly, like, artcore fucking shit. They're fucking wild. But, uh, yeah, Enter Shikari just did a uh, collab with them for a song called The Void Stairs Back. I listened to it. Uh, I know Omar did. Ryan, did you get a chance?
1: Yeah, I've listened to it. I, I dig it. Yeah. The chorus... pretty it's
0: wild. That chorus is fucking pretty uplifting as shit. I like the break... Like, I'm I think this next record is gonna be heavy again.
2: Yeah. Well, they're the kind of person they're the kind of band that just puts every type of genre in an album. Like yeah. the last album has heavy songs that had some light songs.
0: The last and album some, was
2: It has like a beautiful like orchestral piece in it.
0: That, that's definitely literally like what uh, nothing is true, everything's possible. That is my favorite album, yeah. like oh, just because of like how many genres it like, goes across and just like all the fucking extra production work that went in. But no, this song is like definitely gonna be a club op. I'm seeing Shikari in September, uh, twice, I think. Once in Boston, once in New York. I'll probably like film it or some shit, or do like, a vlog for it or something. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see this. I'm, it's giving me hope that they're still going to like kind of get a little dirty on this one.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, uh, Shikari, I never necessarily like every Inter Shikari song, but I always just like appreciate that they're willing to just do fucking wild shit.
0: Whatever they and, want. Like,
2: they don't give a fuck about trying to be popular, to be honest.
1: <laughs> it, it really speaks to the ADD in us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah the fact that they can you know mash so much into an album and yeah. it'll like flow really well also yeah. their shows so,
0: are so like wholesome like just in general but like that you don't see energy like that in any other show like they're just like the crowd you know, is so good
2: i mean yeah. i remember like when we saw them a long time ago and we made like so many friends at the show and like they were the you know the guitarist was surfing on his or the bass guitarist was surfing on his bass in the yeah. crowd like they just literally they're type of fast
0: if they're yeah, a band the that I could also like band. drink like five like G T's before and still play like technical music while dancing. I don't g- understand.
2: I see the most underrated or maybe he's not underrated. But the, uh, my for me, like the drummer of that band is probably one of the best of drummers
0: in, oh, in general. He's like,
2: he's so good.
0: Well, he's spanning like, I, genres. He's not, like
2: a, he's not like a like a crazy like speed drummer. He's like got groove. He's, very, he's, got he's style. like
0: jazz technical almost.
2: Yeah, too. he's very really like good.
1: Yeah, yeah i'll i'll take i'll take feel over speed and, oh, yeah. in, in any instrument but drummers especially like yeah see these metal drummers that can last beat faster than you've ever seen but
0: so, yeah uh, he's also so somebody a drum
1: fill he... that swings right before breakdown i'll take that any day
0: yeah, yeah. he's also somebody that like you know, like he posts himself practicing all the time because he knows like practicing is like doing your rudiments like what you gotta freaking do Nice. Yeah, was, I got to do
2: more. You know I was talking about, we met him at the bar. He was trying to get us in because we didn't have our fake, I- or our fake IDs didn't work because we were too young. And oh, he yeah. was trying to get us into the bar. Yeah,
0: <laughs> we were drunk and wearing like morphs. <laughs> oh man, my blokes are poor. I couldn't get in tonight. <laughs> yeah, we got a couple more minutes for uh, Rue Canal this week, so we we'll, we'll, we can tell the story real quick. Essentially, Omar and I went to Irving Plaza like tw- two months in a row. One was Parkway Drive show, and another was Shikari. Mm. That was I worked the green man suit. Omar, would you wear the blue man too?
2: I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. It was just a crazy show. It was wild. Irving is a wild venue for it. Like, the pits were scary. Si- it was when Flash Flood of Color came out. So, like, meltdown was happening, and the lights were sinking with it. Like, it was a bloodbath. And then afterwards, we tried to meet up with the band because they were going to Idle Hands. Because bands used to go to Idle Hands in the city or whatever a lot afterwards. They played shows. We tried to go there. I didn't have a fake idea at the time and we're literally standing outside the bar, and he's yelling at us. He's like, what the fuck? Guys, you need a fucking, like, you need an ID for everything in this country. Why don't you have an ID? I'm like, I, I'm underage. Yeah, exactly. I felt so, like, lame, dude. It was, so, like, I, I could have a chance. And then, Warren and I saw him them at St. Vitus, which is, like, the size of this fucking studio, this yeah, room right yeah, here.
2: My and, uh, my uh, brother-in-law plays there a lot. Who are
0: going to uh, have on the show at some point.
2: Yeah, we should we should play on him, because he's a dope. He's in, like, a... Hard like a technical deathcore band.
0: Oh, I got trashly on the list. Anyway, um, we'll talk about him more. But so I missed a chance to like drink with them because apparently like we left like at, to catch the subway. I'm like, we should stay. It was like two AM or whatever. And they, they like ended up drinking with everybody and holding the bar down for the rest of the night. I regret it. But what I don't regret is the first ever episode of the Rukanau Records review roundup. Guys, this was fun as shit. I love talking, talking about music, and everybody expect more. Can you act a little more fucking excited about something?